All right, and continuing on our cystic personality disorder, some things just have to be said. They need to be said. They need to be said. I'm allowing myself for therapists is to not be bullied, to not be threatened, um, to not be coerced and to um, not being able to express myself. I dealt with that. I dealt with the narcs. I dealt with the cult that would threaten me. Um, they would threaten legal means. Um, they would threaten, oh, I, I don't even, they, they would go to friends. They would go to, co uh, I think they went to neighbors. I'm, I'm almost hundred percent sure of that one. Um, they went to anywhere they could to do a, it's a classic narcissistic smear campaign. Cause that's what they do. The best they do. Cause they're very unhappy people. They have dark energy. They're dark souls. They have black hearts. Um, they're not good people. Um, in my opinion, very demonic, not good, negative energy. Um, like I said, if you're dealing with somebody who has narcissistic tendencies and somebody has narcissistic personality disorder, please make sure first to reach out to your specialist, reach out to a therapist, make sure they are well-versed and have experience in dealing with and helping those victims and patients who suffered emotional abuse and trauma by the hands of someone who is narcissistic. Narcissistic personality disorder is what you really need to make sure you talk to your therapist and say, hey, listen, are you well-versed in narcissistic personality disorder? Have you treated any patients who have sustained um, serious abuse and trauma by the hands of someone who's a narc or narcissistic? For someone who's been doing it years and years, like I've been dealing with, it's called narcissistic personality disorder, but they're narcissistic psychopaths. Um, another terminology therapy says is sociopaths. Um, they put on a front, uh, very persistent, and smear campaigns. That's what we talk about right now is a smear campaign do whatever they can to make sure that if you even come close to divulge anything that they have done to you, a narc has done to you, they will literally threaten you. They will try to get rid of you any way possible, any way, shape or possible. This is not a joke. This is a God honest truth. And this really happens. This is damn scary. And that's why I'm so persistent and passionate in telling people and in sharing what I've gone through in order to help other people is get the hell away. Get the hell away. Run like hell. RuPaul again. I'm going to do my best RuPaul. You better run like hell. You better work. You better run. Run like hell. Because you literally <laughs> got to have, have some kind of a little bit of, you know, a little bit of uh, sight humor in this. You know, going through trials and tribulations, learning and sharing the art of laughter and smiling. Because you still have to find a reason to smile every day. Even no matter the bull SH star two you go through by the hands of a narc, if it's more than one narc, they're band together. They usually do. They're cult. It's however you want to say it, however you want to slice and dice it, group cult. I call it a cult. My therapist calls it a cult. A cult. That's when they gang up. They will literally do it together. Their target or targets. They will do smear campaigns. They will make sure to check in. They'll do group chats. They'll check in. They'll call each other. They'll text each other. They'll visit each other. They'll have dinner. They'll even see if the Pope wants to go in on it. But even the Pope is holier than now and knows not to mess with the devil or devils. He doesn't deal with people that are demonic. But literally, narcissistic people are just like that. That's what they do, the smear campaign. I was a victim, because I can say victim, because damn well straight. I dealt with it for over a decade. I was a victim of the classic smear campaign. How much of a smear campaign did I get? Well, let's just say, people coming forward still are telling me things that literally I just sit back and go, really? Um, I'm sorry that you were manipulated into believing something that's 
really far-fetched and way crazy. Or what a narc will do is they'll take a little bit of the truth. Let me give you an example, okay? Let me give you a classic example, okay? Hey, listen, where I was staying, they refused to change the heater and the furnace that went out, the water heater and the furnace, um, a cancer patient, um, literally they would refuse, the landlord refused to change the water heater and the furnace. I'm sick, I'm going through oncology treatments and they're refusing. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay, well a narc that's a narc parent should be protecting, well they should protecting any normal frame, right mental frame of mind parent. Anybody out there, you have kids or children, you better be in the right damn frame of mind. If you ain't in the right frame of mind, then you need to do a favor. Don't do a disservice to your child or children and keeping them under your, your wrath of mental, I don't know what. You just ain't right, okay? When you start emotionally abusing and you're a narc parent or parents, okay? And a child or children is suffering, especially when it comes to their health. This is your God duty. I'll say this on a Sunday. Your God duty is you need to place that child or children in the hands of somebody else. First, if it's a family member, if it's a loved one, okay? It's someone that you trust, okay? Get them into the proper hands, okay? But the thing is, the narc knows exactly what they're doing. And that's the thing is they put their demonic claws into anything or everything and they'll do it to their own child or children. This is God's truth. They will. If they can mold and train a puppeteer, one of the child or children, to become the next narc or to be a narc, um, I don't know, a side narc, a puppet narc, a um, assistant dictator narc, <laughs> seriously, they'll do it. Watch them. Watch them. You watched them? Have you watched them? Watch them closely. Watch. Watch. No parent in the right frame of mind if you're not mentally competent and you've got issues going on or you're in a toxic marriage relationship, whatever the hell. You're going through emotional, physical abuse, okay? Whatever the hell. Do not put your child or children in that bullshit. Excuse me. I'm passionate about this. S-H star T. Do not do it. Do not do it. You are screwing your child or children up, their especially if they got something wrong medically, long-term, and you damn well know it as a parent of parent. And you wrap your child or children into that hell of whatever you're going through, okay, especially if it's a bad situation, okay, a bad marriage or a toxic situation, toxic environment, okay? Do not sit there and raise your child or children in that kind of BS. You do that, ooh, oh, I, I know there's a God. You will be judged. You will be judged harshly. Pray you go to heaven. Because most people who put their kids through that in my opinion, they go to hell. There's no other thing to do with to go to hell. And this is not an opinion of me. It's an opinion of many. VIP Pockets, this has been a popular topic. It's just really damning and scary to know how many people literally have dealt with people like this. I mean, uh, how many people walking around are truly narcissistic? And how many are empaths? How many people are true empaths in this world? I'll tell you who's a true empath. You know who's a true empath? He's on the news every single day. You know who's a true empath? A true hero of this world, you know who the true empath is? Is the president of Ukraine. Because if he was a narc, like the president of Russia, who's hiding and is, he is a dictator and he admitted it, okay? Very evil person, okay? Thinks it's just great to kill people, okay? I, 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 he's in a mind frame, I, 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 I. You cannot talk logic or reason with somebody. He's probably been doing it for a long time. He becomes a narcissistic psychopath, okay? If you had a, a therapist, literally, a psychiatrist evaluates somebody like that, okay? Whether it's the president of Russia or whoever the hell leader, okay? Hell, Hitler was like that, okay? 
Let's think about it, all right? If you're an empath, I'm telling you right now, like you're an empath like myself, there's not many of us that exist. The president of Ukraine is a true example of an empath. That gentleman will literally give his life to anyone, period. He doesn't think twice about it. He's not running, he's not evading, he's not avoiding. He's there. And he's got a heart of gold. True empath people feel. We feel everything. And it's really hard to turn that switch off. It's hard for us and people who are empaths to not act and just stand back and observe. Okay? It's hard for us to be observers. It's the truth. It really is. I wasn't even sure empath. I knew the terminology until a therapist had told me, hey, listen, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is the reason why you stayed in the hands of the cult and manipulated, and you didn't know what was going on. First of all, you didn't know what narcissistic meant, personality disorder. You didn't understand narcissistic psychopaths. You didn't understand narcissistic sociopath. Okay? But second of all, you're true empath. Because you keep giving people chances and chances and chances, and you stayed around, and you tolerated it, and you put yourself in a bad situation. But empaths think with their heart. It took me a lot to register this and to sit there and take my homework home or my therapist and sit there and think, wow, wow, I'm literally everything on here as a true empath. We feel, we feel with our heart. We want to help anybody. We will help anybody. We're very, very um, gentle souls. Don't want to be crossed the wrong way, though. Because I can go from gentle to real not gentle real quick. <laughs> I think that makes me just a spitfire. I took care after my grandmother on that. Don't cross her the wrong way. Oh, hell no. You wouldn't cross my grandmother the wrong way. Uh, I'm damn proud to take after her uh, spitfire spiciness. You know? She was a redhead. But really, her mom's Sioux Indian. You know? I'm so glad to be able to connect and to, like, um, know my true history. You know? My grandmother's side, that's another story for another day. That will actually, um, that goes into part of the name change because I wasn't going to do a name change and not have part of um, bloodline that really was there for me and they cared for me and they protected me. And then I realized growing up how much they were there and protected me. 103.4 fever documented and uh, my grandmother came right away and was there for me. Um, she also took care of her sister and she took care of her husband with cancer. So that says a lot, doesn't it? You know? <laughs> but true empaths, we feel. And narcissistic people, ironically, will sift through a crowd of people and listen, observe, and look for an empath. If they're connected to them, they'll find the empath out of the connected DNA chain and strand. Okay, if they're friends, look through the group. Okay, if they feel another narc, they'll feel another narc. Now they want that other narc. Come on, come on, join in. Come into the group in the cult. That's how they are. If they feel you have a tendency, you may be able to be manipulated. And this is why I say to people coming forward to me, I'm sorry that you were manipulated. Okay, and to believing just with one ear and listening with one ear. When maybe there's two ears because there's always a different side of the story if you approach a person. But if you listen to some manipulation stuff, now you, you yourself, my friend, are being brainwashed. Straight up brainwashed. Because um, when I say stuff, I make sure I got the facts behind it. I just don't say what I say. I'll make sure I got a file folders and I got it all organized and separated. So you come forward, I'm going to explain to you exactly what happened. 
It's not a joke. It's serious. It's very, very, very scary. It's very, very sick what I went through. It's very, very, um, oh, not good. Not good at all. Not good. But empaths are what the narcs, they will feed on, okay? And when they get a hold of you, an empath, they know an empath will put up with them. And, in, and see, the thing is, is narcissistic people are already not happy people. There's something within their life. They generally, the truth, have low self-esteem. They're always doing something to put on this show and facade of this great person or how they are and this image. But really, underneath it all, if you strip it down, they're this scared little person who literally has no ego. Or I'm sorry, they have a big ego. They have no self-esteem. But it's a mirrored projected image of this great ego, okay? And this person that's got this super, you know, um, you know, self-esteem in that. I'm telling you that the most damn fragile people ever are the narcs. But when you're empath and you're not used to dealing with somebody like this, or especially a group, good Lord, a cult, I pray to God nobody ever has to go through what I did through with the cult. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, the threats. The threats. The threats. Oh, 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 I had an attorney, literally, I spoke one-on-one with, who dealt with one narc out of a cult. It felt horrific for going and literally not understanding how sick I was. They needed to not apologize because I could feel how bad they felt. That's how bad narcs will get, okay? When you even think they think twice that you're dropping those masks. See, the thing is, they drop their own damn masks, okay? It's right in front of them. You're the empath. You're the victim. There's their, there's their mask. They're not going to pick up the same mask. But like I said before, they'll continue finding new masks to project this great image. But really what they've done is S-H-I-T on you for a long period of time. Because a true narc doesn't just do one thing, like I said before, they just don't do one thing to you as a victim just once. They continue the cycle, and what they do to you gets another level up, and another level up, and another level up, and it gets to be quite damning, but most importantly, it gets to be damn dangerous. This is coming from a licensed trauma therapy group, two of them. They're the most damning, dangerous people are narcissistic people who become narcissistic psychopaths, the sociopaths in public. These are the most damning, dangerous people. When I say they will do everything to bury you, they will do it. Trust me, they'll do it. You need to get the hell away. You got to get away. I don't care how they're connected to you. Sometimes the people that connected the closest are the hardest people you've got to cut out of your life. You've got to walk away. But really, truly, what it really takes for somebody is an empath, because empaths, we feel, we feel, you know? There's not one empath I've ever crossed, especially on the AP podcast. We talk about this. Everybody watching stuff in Ukraine and how guilty we say we feel. I mean, do you feel? Yeah, I feel guilty. You want to go over and just, hey, here's my life. Go ahead and give me your AK-47 you got, and uh, I'm just going to buy my time. Um, as a cancer patient, I would have no problem just going over there. And it's not for show. I don't need a camera in my face. I just know with myself I feel for everybody and what they're going through in Ukraine and these families, especially the children who got me the most, who got me the most, who got me the most, was watching the cancer patients, these children and the children disabled and having to go through that kind of hell of listening to all this bombing and shooting. Don't you think they've gone, they've gone through hell enough? I was one of those kids, you know? I would want somebody to help me, you know? That broke me. That's where it broke me was watching these kids, you know? Who did not feel something? Well, I'll tell you who didn't feel something is demonic, deranged, satanic, empath, or, um, satanic 
narcissistic psychopaths. Those are the people that will not talk about Ukraine. They will not do anything to support Ukraine. They pretend like it's not going on because all you're seeing is, I, 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 me, 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 look at me, 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 I, 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 I. They don't feel for nothing because they're filling this little, little insecure. They feel ugly. Well, really narcissistic people, you are ugly as hell. You're an ugly ass soul, an ugly ass SOB. Sorry, it's how I feel. I went through the abuse and I'm entitled to feel that way. But as an empath, we watch this stuff over Ukraine. I'm sorry. I don't know one empath that wouldn't sit there and lay their life right down on the line right now to protect at least one person over there. You know? We know where we're going. We know we're going to heaven. I'll roll that dice. You know? I'll roll that dice. You know? I made it through prognosis five years. I'll roll that dice, you know? One's supposed to be here anyway. I'll roll the dice. There's other impasse, especially cancer patients, who feel the exact same way, or those, you know, like myself, who didn't recognize the remission, you know, and things just grew back and the treatments didn't work. And you're just, you're dealing, and you're living by day, really, truly. But impasse we feel. Narcs don't feel. There's a difference. Empath, narc. Empath, feel. Give, do. Forgive, forgive, forgive too damn much to a fault. Narcs, don't give a damn, don't give a damn, don't give a damn, except for themselves. Just to care about the person in the mirror, that's it. The image, perception, image, whatever, that's what they do, okay? They don't like the empaths. You know why? Because they feel threatened by the empaths. Because the empaths are the people who make a difference in the world. They will give, they will do. They don't want, I don't want a dollar, no nothing, no nada. You know, if they could give freely and they give half of everything they, they, they love, they give, they feel. The narcs hate that. You know why? You know why narcs hate empaths like me? Because they're damn jealous. Because I got something they don't. And that's a backbone of steel and a heart of gold. That's something they'll never have. That's something they'll never be able to buy. And they're damn well jealous of that. Narcs are jealous of empaths. The cult group, they were damn jealous of me. Straight up jealous. Jealous as hell. Jealous. Smear campaign, anything I did, I'm finding out things still. And I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> God, how jealous can you be? You don't need a fan club. You just need an narcissistic cult. That's your fan. They watch every move. They will go on anything you have. They will go on it. You got a podcast. You got social media. You got this. You got that. You're part of this. You're that. They will stalk. They're the greatest stalkers. And then they're, they get to be, they think they're like smart, but really they're stupid. And they'll try to get so stealth. They'll recruit their friends to stalk you. Okay? When they do the disposal game on you, okay, which is a temporary disposal, they'll come back to you. Once you figure out a true narc's game, they're out. They're out. They're on to the next target, next victim. Trust me by saying it. They got a backup plan. They're going to go after you, my friend, if you don't watch yourself. Limit what you talk about. Protect your friends. Bloop out. If you're sharing pictures, bloop out. You know? I had them literally infiltrate every part of my life and everybody I pretty much knew. And now I've got people coming forward to listen to this podcast and they're like, damn, I didn't realize what, I mean, you didn't, I, I couldn't say anything because I was being threatened. I was being threatened. I was being threatened. I'm smarter now, now. Now I know. No narc will ever damn threaten me. I got smart, and I got rid of them. They didn't need to dispose of me. I walked away, because I got smart. Because I realized narcs are nothing but jealous of the impasse. 
You got something that a narc will never have. I'm telling you right now. Appreciate their jealousy. What you don't appreciate is their abuse. Because there's a fine line drawn. When it starts to give you really abuse and affects your mental, emotional well-being in your health like it did to me, that's abuse. That is the highest level of abuse you'll ever go through. And you let it continue on, you'll end up with PTSD, what I was diagnosed with, and it's not good. That's emotional bullshit, excuse me, be it, you know, S-H-R-T, if you know what I mean. That's abuse, and that's the part of the trauma, okay? Impasse, we let it continue, we let it go, we knew something wasn't right, we weren't sure, you know? Could we have stopped it? Could I have stopped it? It's a great question. It's what I'm going to work with my therapist on next week. Is could I have stopped it? We take two topics a week and really hone in on it at three sessions. And I need it because I need this to just, I need to get quick through it, you know? I don't have time to waste. I'm not wasting my time in life anymore, you know? I already got rid of the narcs. I removed them permanently in my life. Now I need to go through and accept and understand what the hell I went through and make sense of it. And that's where a psychiatrist with trauma therapist comes into play and helps you understand what's going on. So you can begin understanding and go, okay, I get it. And then you can start healing and then you realize the peace, okay? It's not just quick, it's a process and I've realized that. But I'm trying to figure out next week and it's a really great topic and starting tomorrow is we're working on is could I have stopped the abuse? Could I stopped what was going on? Could I stopped it? I screamed. I cussed. You know? I screamed on top of my lungs. I screamed like no tomorrow to get the narcs to stop. I was sick. Stop. I'm not doing well. Stop. And the abuse got as if it was a knife. Their sword that they stabbed me with got longer and longer. And it went in me deeper and deeper and deeper. I'm thankful and I'm going to say this, and I can't say it again, because I hope nobody ever has to get level. I'm thankful I wasn't statistic and committed suicide from the emotional abuse and the trauma I sustained while I was being sick. Going through oncology treatments. Sick. Under oncology care. And dealing with the cult of narcs. If it wasn't for... Well, I truly believe... I always believed that my guardians were the closest people... I had grandparents that I knew that were close to me, and I know that they protect me. And if it wasn't for them, I, I don't know. I don't know. Would I have been a statistic of suicide? Um, because it's very high for someone who's been abused emotionally, and it gets to a long, long term of someone who's a narcissistic psychopath, told by a licensed PhD who is, does trauma therapy, is... I'll say this again, because I need people who are going through narc um, abuse to understand this, is if you continue to let this go and you don't get the hell away, it affects you so mentally that most people in a high percentage, and it's a sad reality, commit suicide because they can't handle it. I don't know how I juggle both. I still don't know how I juggle going through all the stuff I was and in dealing with a cult of people who did everything they could to literally destroy me. You effing failed. You failed. I'm still alive, and you all failed. You failed royally. But now I realize also is the reason that you hate me so much and you did the things out of spite and hate is because you're jealous of something you'll never have. You will never have my backbone of steel. You'll never be an empath like I am. 
and you'll never have a heart of gold. And that's something that all your money in the world will never buy. And that's the truth. If you're dealing with somebody who's abusing you and they're narcissistic, they are narcissistic, and you go to a therapist and please make sure that you talk to someone and they will help you and guide you and see if this is truly what you're dealing with, okay? But if you've already been that route and you're having a hard time like I was of breaking free from the narc or the group of narcs, a cult of narcs, I just want to continue podcasting and let people know, my God, this stuff happens. This is, this is serious SHRT, this stuff happens. It is scary as hell, especially if you're maneuvering this and you feel like you're alone. And sometimes you are alone because there's a lot of times I was alone, you know, I was alone and you're trying to get through it. The grace of God will bring you to the right therapist and someone who deals with trauma, but most importantly, narcissistic personality disorder and dealt with patients and they've helped them to free themselves. That's the first and most important step is reaching out for help. If you feel suicidal and you feel like the abuse that you've gone through, because trust me, I've been overwhelmed many times. When I screamed, I was at the point of breaking. That's right, narcs. You almost killed me. If I would have committed suicide, somebody would have paid. See, that's the thing, though. They don't care. They don't care. Because they would still do a smear campaign after you're gone. That's the sad reality and truth. But if you're feeling suicidal and you feel like you can't do this by yourself and you feel alone and you feel entrapped and you feel like the emotional brainwashing abuse and BS is just too much, there is always a hotline. And I'm going to put a phone number to a hotline down here. There's always a hotline to talk to somebody of what you're going through. And even if you don't feel like where you're just at the brink, you know, you've had enough. It's still it's so important to be able to reach out to somebody, third party, not involved, to be able to talk to somebody who doesn't know you, doesn't situation, doesn't know the narc or the cult of narcs, group of narcs, whatever you want to say. They can help you to get around and to find the help you need. You are so important, especially all you empaths, because truly it's the empaths who really get the blunt force of people who are narcissistic psychopaths. We've been doing it long years, many years, okay? Narcissistic sociopaths, okay? It's the impasse. You got something the narcs never had and never will have. It's to be able to feel because they don't feel. They have no heart. You do. Don't be afraid to reach out for help, okay? By all means, if you have to download, you have to save podcasts. The whole point is to help people, to help as many people out possible. Because if those who've experienced narcissistic abuse like myself and so many others and gentlemen that I connected with last year, if we all didn't just have the ability and the backbone and the ganans and the understanding that you can't speak out, okay? If we don't share our journey and our story, then how are the people going through it now? How are they going to get the help? How are they going to get the support most importantly? But the final piece of puzzle is how are they going to get the peace to be able to free themselves? Don't be afraid to share what you've gone through, no matter how bad it was, how bad it is. And please, 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 if anything, don't be afraid to reach out and get the help you need.